the immeasurably more mini messages. I'm Erin here with my mom, and today we are talking about Monday's episode, which was called The God Who Moves Mountains. And it's about Jenna's story, and she shares about her incredible son, Jackson. And although Jackson was never able to physically move, God used his life to move mountains. And I remember very clearly holding Jackson and meeting him and meeting Jenna and her husband. And I was, honestly, I was overcome by his beauty. He is, was a beautiful child. He radiated. He did. He was so radiant with the glory of God. And honestly, he did remind me of Hunter. So of course I was a little partial to spending time with him when we got to see him during the symposium. But, you know, everyone that shares their story with us through the podcast has an incredible story. And I think that, you know, that just lends to what you always say, Erin, that our stories matter and what a blessing it is to share our stories, no matter the depth of pain or sorrow or heartbreak that we walk through, I believe our stories have the ability to encourage someone walking through their own struggle. And Jenna touched on that through the mountains that were moved as a result of Jackson's life. And I think those mountains are very common for all of us, like the mountain of heartbreak and sorrow. You don't walk through life without experiencing some measure of heartbreak and sorrow. And Jenna described how God never wastes our sorrow. And we know that through our own stories, but the way she described that was really moving and important. And I hope, I always say this, but I hope that if you have yet to listen to Jenna's episode, I hope that you will take the time to go back and listen to it. She has so much packed in that episode that is so valuable. And I took so many notes about the things that she shared that taught me and that encouraged me. And again, one of those things was that God never wastes our sorrow. And we will all go through experiences in life that are difficult and that are heartbreaking. And we will experience sorrow and grief and to know and be assured of the fact that God never wastes our tears, never wastes our sorrow. In fact, I remember we did an art and craft when you were little, we were all doing it and Hunter was still alive. And we, I can't remember the verse, but it's in Psalms where it says that God collects our tears Mm -hmm. in a bottle. And, you know, how does he do that? I don't know. Most of my tears are going into tissues, but (laughs) somehow God collects our tears and, you know, however he does that, or if that's just, you know, acknowledging the fact that every tear that we cry matters to God, that is comforting to me. Right. And none of my tears are wasted. None of my sorrow is wasted. And God has a greater plan to use all of it. When I think of God not wasting our sorrow... I think that this podcast is evidence of that in our own life. Yes. That we have walked through some tremendous sorrow and yet God hasn't wasted it. And the podcast is just one example of that. 
Right. Because I believe wholeheartedly that by sharing these people's stories, their incredible stories of trusting God in the midst of so much sorrow and how God used that sorrow for greater things, we're able to share those stories and impact people's lives. And that's a reminder for me and my own life that God is not wasting the sorrow that we've walked through. Right. And he is for us and with us in the midst of it. And another thing that Jenna shared is how profound it is that in our weakness, God is strong and he displays his strength. See, we have it mixed up. We think that we have to be strong. We think that we're the ones that have to muster up the strength to get through difficult circumstances. When the truth is, it's in our weakness that God displays his power and his strength. And Jackson's life, as Jenna described, was an example of that, a beautiful example of God using Jackson's weakness to display his strength. And obviously we've seen that in our own lives and through Hunter's life. And, you know, God doesn't change. And that makes me think of a verse. Again, I shouldn't have, I should have this written down. I don't, so I don't know where it is. I know it's in the New Testament, but that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Well, if we could do all things in and of our own strength, then we would not need the strength of God. We would not need his strength. We would not need him at all. But the fact is, is that it's through our weakness that we realize that we cannot do it in and of our own self. We can't muster up the strength to get through difficult circumstances without him. And maybe that's the very reason, or at least one of the reasons, I'm not trying to figure God out, but that he allows us to walk through the valley so that we turn to him and he carries us through the valley. Right. And I think that he loves us so much that he allows us to experience needing him. Yes. Fully needing him with every breath that we have. And like you said, if we could do it all in our own strength, then we wouldn't need God. Then God wouldn't be God because we would just be able to get through life circumstances on our own. And I don't know about anyone listening, but I don't want to have to carry the weight of weakness and sorrow on my own back. I mean, Christ carried that for us. Right. Right. I also think that that our weakness helps us to, loosen our grip on the things of this world. We hold so tightly to the things of this world and we should be holding tightly to the things of God. And until we have to let go of those things that we try to hold on to, that we think are going to supply our needs in life, we don't turn and cling to God alone. And That was another profound thing that Jenna learned that she shared that her experience with Jackson helped her to loosen her grip on the things of this world and to cling to Jesus and the things of heaven. Another thing that she said that was so powerful and profound is when she said that my son Jackson was a beautiful gift, but he is not the ultimate gift that Mm. God is. And whoa, when she said that, it just rocked me a little bit because it's true. Right. You know, as a mom, and you don't know this yet, Erin, <laughs> but as a mom, your children are your everything, but they're not supposed to be. Right. God is our everything. And children, yes, are 
an amazing, incredible gift, but they're not the ultimate gift. God is the ultimate gift. And he gave us the ultimate gift through his son so that we could have the gift of a relationship with God, the father through Jesus. So yes, we have the gift of children, but at the end of the day, the truth is they were his before they were ours. Like Mm. you belong to God. Right. And I'm learning that even as you know, you're 27 years old and I'm still learning to release my grip on you. (laughs) (laughs) But I am learning. I feel like every day that you belong to God. Like, yes, I have been given the gift to have you as my daughter and to raise you and be here for you and all those things, but you belong to Jesus. The truth is that we all have our grip on something. Yes, we do. Whether that is a child that we're trying to protect with all that we have, but there's a lot of people listening that don't have children. Right. And yet we all look for something in this world that we can cling to and grip onto because we live in a world where we long to control things because right. it keeps us steady, or at least we think it keeps us steady. Whereas God comes in and he allows us to see that the things of this world are temporary yes. and the things of this world will always fall out of our grasp, but well, he they always never fall will short. always fall short. Well, in my own experience, I know that before I had a relationship with Jesus, I grabbed hold of all the things of this world, money, um, celebrity status, fame, fortune, all the materialistic things. I mean, and when I was told that your brother would not live to see his second birthday and that there was no cure or no treatment, you know, I had nothing to cling to in this world anymore. And so I started to seek after the things of God. And now I can say how God used that for good. Because if there was an earthly solution, I would have grabbed hold of that earthly solution mm-hmm. instead of seeking after God. And so, you know, I just encourage the listener right now, like whatever it is that you're trying to grab hold of or hold on to that's not God, that will eventually fail you. It will because it's not eternal. So anytime we chase after everything else or anything else other than him, eventually it will fall short. And yet God is that gracious that he allows us to go and seek after all the things in this world that will never satisfy so that we realize eventually that they don't satisfy, that we cannot find hope, that we cannot find life, that we cannot find love in any of those things, but that we always find it in him alone. And so I love that about God, that He is so patient and gracious with us and allows us to seek after all of these things in the world. And we eventually find out that none of them ultimately are the answer that he is. And ultimately the things that we're talking about, the things of this world that we're searching for and running after, those are mountains in our lives. Yes, they are. Those are mountains that God wants to move so that we can see him clearly so that we can follow after him. Because we all have these mountains in our life. Like Jenna talked about how God used Jackson's life, which Jackson was dying. Jackson wasn't able to do the things that you and I are able to do. Move, talk, just everything that we have the gift of doing. He wasn't able to do those things. And yet God used his life to move mountains in other people's lives. Yes, And it takes those moments of deep sorrow and pain 
And sometimes pain is a part of the process to get us over that mountain. And when I think about climbing over a mountain, I think about, okay, that is way too much for me to handle. But if we think of it as God can move the mountain, but he can also walk with us up the mountain. Yes. Because and over it and (laughs) over it, but like walk with us step by step, knowing that we're not alone because he never, ever leaves our side. And so if we're walking up, sometimes I think he takes us up the mountain, up the mountain of really painful circumstances and to learn something when we are climbing up that mountain. Because maybe it's the mountains in our lives that birth a powerful message of hope that can help pull someone else out of their own valley. Amen. And I and, and that's exactly what these episodes are. I mean, these are God using the stories of incredible people to encourage the listener, to encourage you, to encourage me that he is walking alongside us. And sometimes he's actually carrying us through. Right. But ultimately... It's his story. Yes, we get to play a part in this story, but it's God's overarching, amazing story that we get to be a part of that he has already designed for a purpose before we even drew a breath on this earth. And I love when Jenna shares, and this was such a powerful message that she shared and what God revealed to her because she shared how, you know, she was a first time mom and Jackson was her first child and how you have all these hopes and dreams and you think all of these wonderful things for your children. And so she was sharing that with God and just saying that, you know, she had hope for this and that. And what God revealed to her was that she, she said it this way, Jenna, those are good and right things that you want for Jackson, but they're ordinary things. What I have planned for Jackson is extraordinary. I but love that. And it's, you know what? It's true for all of our lives. We seek after ordinary earthly things. Mm-hmm. We do. And sometimes it's because it's all that we know. We haven't even, we, we don't even know the things of God yet, right? And so we seek after all of these ordinary, worldly, empty, meaningless things. And God has extraordinary plan for us, for all of us. And, you know, that reminds me, first of all, the name of the podcast, right? Measurably More, and then the verse in Ephesians, Ephesians 3.20, that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly more, immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. That is the kind of life that God has planned for us. And yes, does that include pain and sorrow and heartbreak and frustration and fear and worry and anxiety and depression and heart, you know, all the things it does. But if we trust that his plans and his purposes are good, that he's a good God and that no matter what, he's going to work all things together for good for those who love him, then we are able to have, like, like Jenna said, she, when God revealed that to her, she started to see life totally different. And we can do that when we surrender all these other things that we're chasing after that are so ordinary and trust that God really wants to do the extraordinary in our lives. What if the extraordinary things are found in the most painful circumstances? The hardest moments of our life, God may actually be using them 
to lead us into the extraordinary, immeasurably more that he has for us. Because our pain, like we said at the beginning, our pain and sorrow is never wasted. Amen. Whoa, this is so good. This is so good. And God is so good. He is so good. And yet we still want those ordinary things. I think we need to pray. Ask God to help us. Lord, thank you so much for Jenna's message for Jackson's life. Lord, thank you for the gift of life. Thank you that, Lord, you allow us to seek after these ordinary worldly things because you're patient and you're kind. And you know that at the end of all that seeking and searching, you're still there. You are God and you have extraordinary things planned for our lives, way beyond anything that we could ever ask or imagine, because you are an immeasurably more God and you do immeasurably more in and through us. That's your plan. That's your purpose. Help us to grab hold of you and help us to trust that you will work all things together for our good and for your glory. It's your story. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of it. Help us, Lord, to remember and to trust that you will do immeasurably more than all we could ever ask or imagine. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.